if you happen to get your hands on this little guy, this is a Playboy. This is, let's see, it's the 65th anniversary issue from winter 2019. If you turn to page, let's see, uh, one, it's like in the 160s, right? 162, 163. You, my friend, will see my ass. There's my ass. Yep, looking right at you. I was in Playboy last year in a feature that I actually pitched. I wanted to showcase, here's a little more, here's a little action for you. I know we all are desperate for action in quarantine. I'm getting there. Here's the spread, right? The spread featured myself and a handful of journalists, writers, authors, and the whole idea of this feature was to show that you don't have to be one thing. If you express yourself sexually, that does not take away from who you are as an intellectual, as a businesswoman, as a, oh yeah, my guest is like nodding. She's like, oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. quit putting yourself in each other in boxes. You can express yourself sexually however you want. It's actually kind of ironic because I'm like the world's biggest prude, but I wanted to bring this up today because we are in a time right now where everybody is pent up sexually. We know this. I would have sex with that tree if I could, that faux, tall tree. We are desperate for human contact. And luckily we have the celebrities right now really talking a lot about sexual expression, right? You have WAP, you have Ariana's 3435. Like I am trying to do splits every night. If I don't have a split down by 2021, like I'm quarantining until the end of time. You also have Harry Styles in ball gowns on Vogue. And this isn't like sexual expression per se, but it kind of is, right? Because it's sex appeal, it's sexual identity, which equals sex and the whole thing. Now, I'm going to be transparent with all of you guys here on Cancel Me Baby as I normally am. When I saw Harry Styles spread in Vogue, I kind of like took a beat. I took a beat. And I had mixed reactions and those mixed reactions we are going to get into today because I don't think I was alone. And that's the bigger thing we're going to be talking about today, right? Is our acceptance and all of these labels and identity when it comes to sex and how we move forward. And obviously I bring it back to this being somebody who is all for sexual expression, right? Does having mixed feelings about Harry spread, does that make me a hypocrite? Does it make me old school? Like what exactly does that make me? I will tell you one thing. It does not make me a phobe of any kind. I know we love to throw around these phobes around, right? So we're going to dive into this today. We are going to explore, get your panties wet because my guest today is pretty kick-ass and who better to talk about expressing yourself sexually than this lady right here. This is Christy Federico. Hi, Christy. Hi. She is a sexual empowerment coach. So Christy's line of work is literally making people feel empowered sexually in the bedroom. She's built a huge TikTok following and they're hilarious. Highly <laughs> recommend. So I want to jump into it with this little lady right away. Well, first, actually, are you, you're straight. I consider myself mostly hetero. Mostly. Okay. Like, we're, we'll get into that. So what were your first immediate thoughts when you saw the pics of Harry? My immediate thought was, I think this is great. Was I like, oh my gosh, I think you're super sexy and I want you? Probably not. For people who might be 
possibly confused about their gender or not confused, but just don't have representation for them to see a person of influence expressing themselves in a way that's not the norm. I think overall, that's really positive. Representation. I feel like it's kind of like diversity, right? We hear it so much. It's almost like it's become in this PC bubble where it's like kind of lost its weight. It's kind of PC. I can understand that it's still positive overall. Maybe even representation isn't the right word because it's not like Harry came out and is like, I'm representing such and such. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, that he didn't come out as a spokesperson because I took a poll on my Instagram and it's crazy because, well, it's not really crazy, but people's reaction to this were so divided. Like everything in 2020, of course, goes without saying, but they were so split, Christy. Some were like, nope, don't need, absolutely not. What is the reason? This is like a Hollywood stunt and him trying to get attention. And one person said it's a slap in the face to the gay community because they're just using this as sort of like queer baiting, I guess they call it. I think there's always a possibility that it's not super genuine, that it is a marketing ploy. I am cisgendered, so I identify as a woman. I'm very feminine for the most part. I haven't thought too deeply about it to really consider the other people of other demographics who are like possibly harmed or like angered by this. So on the flip side, there were people who were like, like you, all about it. One person wrote on my Instagram and it was hilarious. They were like, I'd fuck him with the dress, which by the way, I think Harry Styles lays down the pipe and throws it down. Dress or not. Like, have you seen the watermelon sugar video? Mm -hmm. But you know what, Christy? I had mixed feelings about it. You know, for a minute, it was kind of an adjustment for the eye. I wasn't like, oh my God, let me drop my panties. This is a turn on. We can bone both wearing matching dresses. I tend to like mask it like big and manly men and that whole thing. Like, I really like that. Like, throw me around like a rag doll. But I didn't have this reaction of like, I'm so repulsed. Something must be wrong with you. How could you do this? I don't know if you saw, but Candace Owens is a right wing. You're rolling your eyes. She's a right wing, you know, conservative, whatever. And she spoke about it. And she said like, what happened to manly men? Something is wrong with you. If you are a man dressed in a dress. What are your thoughts as a sex coach? Because I have to say, I myself do like a traditional manly man. Yeah, I rolled my eyes because I was I was looking up about what was said about Harry and I came across Candace Owens. She said, there is no society that can survive without strong men. Bring back manly men. She said some things in between there. I was just like, that's such bullshit. First of all, what defines a strong man and what defines a man in general? As a society, we're not like doing too well with toxic masculinity as like the only option. So as someone who understands that there are so many people struggling with their own sexuality and their sexual expression, I see that total opposite of like what is possible as a society from people who are more empowered to like be their true selves. Am I wrong for wanting a manly man? And that sort of like traditional, not that I'm like Susie Homemaker, like, honey, go, go make money and pay the bills. And here's your apple pie. Bitch, you make the pie. But you know what I mean? Absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with wanting something more traditional than what we've grown up with. I think it's more about just like, let people like what they want, like what they like, express themselves however the fuck they want. Like mind your own business. That was one of the thoughts I had. I said this on my Instagram story. I said, you know what? Do I dig it? No, like then don't date him. 
Don't date someone that wears a dress. And if you don't like it, let him live his life. First of all, I said this too on Instagram. We have much bigger fish to fry. And how does it impact you? And I think the reason people get so twisted about it, like Candace Owens, is because they think it's molding our young boys. AJ McLean, who's in the Backstreet Boys, did you see he posted in support of Harry Styles a photo of himself in a full-blown dress with like Louboutin heels. He's married to a woman with kids, but he wrote, I support Harry Styles. And he wrote something like, if you're secure as a man, you're secure enough in your feminine side too. And my thoughts on that are, you can be just as secure with your masculine side. You're not going to suddenly be swayed and be like, okay, I'm going to go wear a dress on my date tomorrow. Yeah. And people get it a bit wrong when it comes to masculine and feminine too, is because we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. So a man can be in touch with his feminine energy through maybe having a more passive role in his relationship or something like that, but can still present as like a manly man. It can just show up in so many different ways. I think a lot of people are just threatened by seeing some someone so secure in it. What do you like? I know you said you're mostly straight, which I want to get into, but what do you like in a, in a guy? I've liked so many different types of guys over the years. I've definitely liked some some men who were like more traditionally manly, but a lot of them have actually been kind of feminine. Like even growing up in like high school, I liked a lot of men who ended up coming out as gay. A lot of them were just really good looking and talented and like, I guess more approachable in some way to me. I had like anxiety with guys. It was hard for me to like have relationships or even like friendships with some of them. So that was just like who I was exposed to and got like close to connected with. Was that anxiety what kind of, is that what drove you to be a sex coach to help people not have that anxiety? Yeah, I like my expression as a girl and, a, and growing up as a woman was so stifled from a young age. It caused my social anxiety in like a lot of different ways. And that is the, like one of the biggest, if not the biggest driver to be able to help people authentically be themselves and like live a life that's true to them. Yeah. Well, with that said, when you had boyfriends who did end up coming out, were you surprised or like maybe you were surprised with the first time and then after that you weren't as surprised? Well, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't dating them. So I didn't date anyone who came out. I mean, I didn't have the awareness that I do now, but at the time when I found out, but I don't think I was too surprised. Okay. Looking back, like the signs were kind of there. I was able to be more relaxed with them. I got to be honest. I don't think I would have that same mellow reaction. I think I would be pretty shocked. Like Mm -hmm. even I was watching a TED talk the other day. And this woman starts off by saying how she, she was raised in this traditional Catholic, you know, everyone got married and bred really young, you know, that whole story. And then she met finally this man of her dreams and they were absolute soulmates and it's everything she ever wanted. And I'm listening, listening, being like, okay, what's the catch? Like, did he have a whole second family with the golden retriever? Finally, she says, he ends up telling me after nine years of marriage that he's transgender. And even she says, she's like, I was shocked. You know, that's human nature. And I think it comes into the bigger picture of this whole idea of acceptance. Even with Harry Styles, the fact that people had such polarizing views, which also sidebar is kind of crazy because he's been wearing dresses and spreads and stuff like that. And his mom said he always like tried them on when he was younger, sidebar. But I feel like your mindset is kind of the, is kind of rare because I feel like we have to let people 
have time to sort of like marinate with ideas. Like I think with something that, like I said, is born to the eye or is new to us, I just feel like it's unrealistic for overnight for people to be like, oh, oh, I get it now. And I think that's where the intolerance comes in, where people are like, what don't you get? Yeah, I agree with you. Besides being immersed in the sexuality, like professional world, I do err on the side of just like empathy and (laughs) non-judgment naturally. But I do agree that like we can't necessarily expect people who haven't been exposed to these ideas and people even in these demographics um, to totally get it overnight. And I want to get into pronouns because I know you have your pronouns in your profile. And I Mm -hmm. think with something like that, when you start adding rules and you start adding like even cisgender, I don't totally know what that means. I'm going to be completely honest. If we were assigned female at birth and we um, identify as that, then that's cis. Why do you have your pronouns in your profile? I want people who are baby non-binary or have pronouns that are different than me to feel safe and like seen and know that I can be like a safe person who like is accepting and like understands. I try to normalize it. Like I think the fact that more people are adding them is just a way to encourage other people also to like normalize this and to make other people feel comfortable. This is why I'm split. I'm gonna be totally honest. Like the Harry Styles things where, where I have mixed feelings because part of me is like what you just said. I can't even imagine the torture and the personal hell somebody must go through day after day after day knowing that they're not accepted. It's not the norm. Even stories I've heard of my friends coming out, the torture that they went through. But on the flip side of that, I do feel like when you start adding rules and categories, two things. One, I feel like it makes people not want to go near the subject because they're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh, fuck this. Like, I don't want to call him he instead of her and then be canceled right? Which I don't know that that helps with acceptance and moving forward because it just freaks people out and they'd rather just not discuss it. And then the second issue, I feel like it's kind of like the Oscars diversity thing. Like they started laying out all these rules for people to, you know, be seen and be heard who normally wouldn't. Oddly enough though, I feel like it kind of backfires. Same thing with the pronouns and rules and labels. It sort of puts people in boxes even more. Yeah, that's interesting. That's probably true that in some in some ways that it's being implemented, it could kind of just be another place to put someone in a box. And there is such nuance to it. I think there can be positive ways to implement it. To your point, there are a lot of people who are afraid of saying the wrong things about all sorts of topics. I am, Christy. I am too. Like, on, I'll be totally honest. I was a little afraid of even coming to talk to you because I'm like, I'm not an expert on all things gender and sexuality, but we can be honest about where we're at and like right. still accepting of other people. But the difference is that we can be respectful and like willing to learn. I think a lot of people are too stubborn for that part. But you, you said something interesting just now. You were like, I agree that there, there are ways besides implementing like rules. You know, you have to call someone this instead of this. You have to be categorized in this box, which I think makes people just be like, holy shit, what? I don't think like the average straight white guy would put their pronouns in their profile. You know what I mean? But what are ways that really like could seep in and be effective? That's a really good question and something I haven't really considered. This whole thing is in flux. 
And it makes sense that there's no perfect answer. That's like my whole point with this whole episode. It's like, we're all evolving and growing to tell people like, you have to do this and not this. You have to say this or not this, or you're canceled, or you're this phobe, or you're that phobe. It's just not helping us. Right. And it really just is so different person to person. There are so many people who, if you disrespect their pronouns, like they will take it so personally. There are some people who don't care as much about pronouns. They're going to react differently to different things. They're going to need different things to feel seen and like respected. As someone who is woke in this regard, like of this woke culture, right? How do you feel when someone, say JK Rowling, like someone who people are trying to cancel for being like transphobic or this phobic, or is it a word that we're throwing around way too much? Sure. I think that it's worth giving someone a chance, like for the most part. It's hard, obviously, because like my immediate reaction is like, fuck her, like fuck anyone who's going to like be like hating people for who they are. Is it that sort of thing? Like I said, with the overarching idea of acceptance and letting people, you know, ideas marinate, even sexuality on the whole, no pun intended, but like imagine truffle butter being played at like a fifties bop. People would be like losing their minds. Literally they would be in church for three months straight. And that's how far we've come generally with sexuality imagine like where we'll be however many years from now and I really feel like we just like need to give people that space and that time I agree I mean I'm with you on that it's it's going to take time for a lot of people to really get used to the change that's coming I mean I've even heard from older generations who do think like certain things have just popped out of nowhere. Yes, they're coming to light more now, but like this stuff has existed for a long time. Even like societies and cultures accepting more gender binary or like expressing themselves like that was from millennia ago. It does seem like it's coming out of nowhere, but like there are actually people who have been struggling for like many years. I don't care if you have five dicks. I don't care if you have zero dicks live your life. You are no less of a person. I can't even imagine the frustration of somebody in that position being like, or even a Harry Styles in a dress being like, you know what? You guys all get to live your lives just fine. And you're not getting shit, but I'm getting shit. You know, I would be, I always say I would be the worst teacher. It's ironic. I actually originally went to school to be a kindergarten teacher. I would be fired on day one because when I'm teaching somebody something and they don't get it, I am, I'm like, what don't you get? what don't you get? So I understand that feeling of like frustration and impatience. And I can't even imagine how annoying that truly must be. Back into the sort of gender roles, because this is something I've played around with for many, many of years. Mm -hmm. I used to interview celebrities about this because I felt like men were losing their grip on masculinity, but not in a way of like wearing dresses and that kind of shit. To me, it was more of an attitude thing. Having the balls to ask you out, being straightforward, not ghosting, like all this petty, you know, that kind of thing. Do you find that straight women are wanting that type of man back? I'll be honest, even when you were promoting our episode, I don't know, you said something about us not being pussies because we talk about taboo topics. Yes. And you just said, um, something about having the balls to do something yes as a sexuality coach i have to like call it out a little bit because call it that's how we've gotten to where we are today with like toxic masculinity and things like having the balls to do something makes someone a man i see what you're saying i get your i get you where you're coming from 
but I feel like this is the problem. Like no one, we can't do or say the right thing. No one can do or say the right thing. Like I, I do want to just be able to say, I have the balls to do something. It's all these little ways that it's ingrained that we, we don't even, we're not even aware of. No, we're so used to saying these things. And then like, as a woman's empowerment coach, I have to speak on like saying like that pussy doesn't mean like weak, right? Cause like our fucking vaginas are very powerful. Call it out, Christy, mm-hmm. call it out. That's the point of the show. It's to have the dialogue and to say it how you mean it. Traditional men like haven't left. There are still plenty of them and there are still plenty of women who do like that and like want that. And when people ask me like on social media or something like, do men want this or like do women? And I'm just like, that doesn't exist. Like every person is different. Sure, there are plenty of women who talk to me who were like, like for example, one thing that I get a lot is like, I want my man to be more aggressive in bed. There are more men kind of like, waking up a little bit too and perhaps like the me too movement or different things have have them like reconsidering different ways they've treated women i've had a client who was like my husband said that he doesn't want to like treat me poorly in the bedroom but i like want that from him (laughs) a common thing is women wanting men to be aggressive in bed and that's totally that could be totally separate from their roles in the household or like in other areas of their life. Do you mostly work with women or do you ever work with men? If you don't, I think that's kind of interesting because uh, men could probably use some coaching, I'm just saying. Oh my gosh, they they could use so so much coaching. I've actually I focus more on women over the years and even somewhat recently I've taken on some male clients not for like super long-term work but the men that I have worked with are really respectful and like want to learn and want to grow and like want to heal. They've come to me for all sorts of help with expressing their sexuality with like shame around different kinks or fetishes and there are plenty of men who feel a lot of pressure to perform and to be that traditional masculine sexy lover to women which can really be detrimental sometimes. I've experienced that where I've put the pressure on again me being impatient I'm like what don't you get? What don't you get? What's it, why is it not happening? And then it has the other effects. So yeah, you calling me out saying pussies and having the balls to do this. Like I literally even said, have the balls to speak your mind. That's the you know premise of this whole show. I literally put that up in an Instagram video today. Did you? Where does that come from? Like your, your desire to sort of course correct. And also what would be your alternative? Because I'm going to be honest, what scares me again is being too PC and making people like afraid to say one thing or the other and then just shutting people out. On social media, I follow so many sexuality accounts and like professionals who are doing the work to really like change society in a positive way around these topics and issues. Even that pronouns were a thing. Like up until a few years ago, I didn't really know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just because I am so immersed in the world of sexuality. And when it comes to alternatives, I think it's just about trying to better understand like what you're trying to convey and like actually use language that isn't about our body part, you know, like actual language rather than, I don't know if it's euphemism, but. So not be a truck driver, like my aesthetic today, this juicy couture zip up and, you know, Von Dutch wannabe hat suggests. (laughs) I don't know if I'd say it that way, but yeah, I mean, it's funny to say this stuff. Like it comes out naturally. It's funny, but I guess it's just about like awareness and like starting to understand like how they, they can affect us and like how deeply they're ingrained in us. But thanks for not canceling me for calling you out. Listen, that's the point of this show. If you have the guts 
to say what you really mean and you don't sort of cower to the with getting in trouble with the group think and open-minded to hearing other people's ideas like we are today bitch you can't be canceled mm. before we wrap this idea of masculinity we are hard on these guys aren't we we're hard on them they're not going around saying a woman should be this a woman should be or maybe they are but wait we are hard on them. oh they are <laughs> i don't hear that I mean, it's, it might not as be explicit as that, but like there are plenty of men who do explicitly say it, but like, that's what the patriarchy is. The like patriarchy make me a sandwich, is, bitch. Well, that too. But like, I like my women to look this way or to do this. I have a question though. Is there something yeah. primal about that? Cause I know as a girl, I do that. I'm like, when I see a guy with like a chiseled jaw and bra shoulders and you can like kind of see his balls when he's wearing sweatpants, like the outline, I'm like, that's super hot. There is to some degree, there's pheromones. Like our smell is big. Wanting to make babies with someone mm -hmm. according to like certain features they had or like even unconscious things. I had talked to a lot of celebrities about masculinity. This was like a few years ago. So like I said, this is like nothing new in my orbit or my realm of thinking. And I think something that people are talking about at large. I talked to like Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us about it. He's so hot. And he said, you know, I think it takes being kind and this whole idea too of like not hiding behind a phone and really being straightforward and talking to somebody face to face, which I love, which kind of goes into what you do communicating. And I also had... I think his name is John Bernal. He's from The Walking Dead, I believe. I don't know if you watched it. And he said something, and again, this is like personal preference. Like you said, some girls like the manly man, some girls like, you know, more Metro, whatever. The Metro thing isn't my thing, like I said, but so what? To each their own. And John Bernal made a comment when I asked him about masculinity. He said something like, you know, you're spending too much time in LA. So he was implying that the men in LA are very Metro. Exactly. Is that you know, another buzzword, but is that toxic masculinity? I mean, probably it seems like he's viewing that like masculinity that's not the LA type as more of a, an ideal. If anyone's saying that certain, a certain type of man isn't a man, then like that's toxic because we've created what should be. Yeah. When I asked you if you were straight, you said mostly. The process of my coaching and like my business has been such a healing journey for me as well and like a self-discovery so as i've realized how fluid sexuality is like i honestly don't know if i totally even believe that like any one person can be completely one thing i think our conditioning is just so strong that so many more people would be more fluid so with that understanding it's like really hard for me to be like i'm 100 percent straight when i can acknowledge that i've exchanged like some sexual energy with women like I'm not like trying to date them or have sex with them, but I can acknowledge the fluidity. And to me, like that just feels more uh, like more right for me. I don't like being labeled and like having any, like being put in any sort of box. So like, I don't identify with queer, any other thing. I'm more about kind of like expressing and as you can use as many words as you can. Like so many people want like, just like, what should I say? Like, what word can I use? And I'm like, you can use paragraphs to explain. Like, you don't need like one word. I hate boxes. If you haven't, if that hasn't come through enough in this episode, even though we're in tiny little boxes technically right now on Zoom, I hate boxes. And that's why I push back against this whole thing. To end this, and actually this is a full circle moment, Christy, because believe it or not, before all of this hype about Harry Styles, do you want to know what's ironic? I don't know if it's ironic, serendipitous or whatever, but in the page right before my spread in Playboy, 
is Ezra Miller in Dresses, the actor. What would you say to somebody who calls these celebrities or public figures brave? Brave for doing things like a man in a dress or like, you know, they always say like a woman showing cellulite. That's so brave. When I think of brave, like I feel like it has to be very vulnerable for you. Like it has to feel kind of like scary. Like you need the courage to do this. I think people who call it brave are themselves really insecure for the most part. And like, they see it as brave. A lot of people who do it, they're like, this isn't brave. Like I'm just being myself or like I'm showing what's real. Labeling it as brave when to somebody else, it might be their everyday thing. Again, it just forces these sort of boxes, my least favorite shape on people. Is all of this putting all these rules and limitations and labels, is that really going to help us move forward when it comes to acceptance? Ultimately, that's really what we want is to be a bunch of free little birds without the judgment and to just live our lives. Chrissy, thank you for your input. And for those of you guys listening, we have a little Christmas giveaway, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I'm going to be giving out a sweet little holiday package. It's going to include a piece of merch, maybe some cozy socks, stickers. Maybe it'll vibrate when you get there if you're lucky. So what I want you guys to do is comment on this IGTV with your thoughts, tag a friend, and get your giveaway on. Thank you for being willing to come on here. You are not canceled, my dear. Thank God. No, thank you so much, Taylor, for having me. I mean, you're just such a fun person, but it's really fun to be able to just honestly talk about these things, even if it's imperfectly. You know what, Christy? I was nervous doing this episode. It's a hard subject to navigate. It's touchy. I was seriously worried about saying the wrong thing, misstepping, and I think conversations like this where you can be open and at least do it it's not gonna be like forcing people to think one way or say this or say that that's only gonna hurt us so you know i've said it before i've said it again shake the titties shake the dickies christy are you getting any because i'm not hopefully you are for the both of us no but i'm getting new vibrators so (laughs) merry christmas and happy new year christy thank you so much thank you